The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. The Chattanooga Drive-In Show, a podcast Monday through Friday, is generated, produced, created, and then offered up to you and urine at 5 a.m. Monday through Friday, as I said, during your average everyday work days. I'm assuming we'll be doing our show on Monday MLK Day. Still hasn't grown up to be quite a national holiday yet. It will be one day, I'm sure. Um, But the whole idea is to try to get you as much information as possible, delivered in an entertaining manner, maybe put a smile on your face, maybe make you beat the steering wheel one way or the other. And essentially the goal being to replace all of the current radio drive-in shows and TV morning shows, which are all lackluster at best and just plain suck swamp water at their worst. And uh, hopefully on our worst, we don't do that. You can tell us otherwise. The number here at the Lodge Cast Iron Studios is 310-9229, 310-9229. You can leave a message or send a text, and Brian will receive it. And then we'll decide if we actually want to air it or not, or we may just throw it away and ignore you completely, the What's way all the, the other stations again? do. 310-9229. Is it 310 or 301? It's either 301 or 310. Yeah, I've screwed this up a few times. It, it is 301. It's 301, right? 301 yes. I mean, try them both. If you're that damn determined to send us something. Yeah, 301-9229. If you're just chewing your... I am your, confirming your, okay. 301-9229. Okay, good. 8675309. Yeah. You've got it wrong so many that times. That doesn't get it's, me it's anymore. Time, it's time for you, you know, to, to get it right once. Brought to you by People's Home Equity. If you're looking for a new home, don't start until you're pre-approved. Uh, that move saves you time, money, stress, and worry. You get a guide to hold your hand through the market. And I tell you what, a lot of the, the Chattanooga housing market is in the news quite a bit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's blowing up. It'd be blowing up. Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass will help you out. 591 9801 chatmortgage.com. Two T's, chatmortgage.com. Here we go. Chattanooga Drive In Show. Uh, the upfront wrap up is the first thing we do after news and sports. Usually we sit here and just jabber for a second, and uh, let's do that. Thank you to Quality Tire Pros for stepping in as our sponsoring, uh, presenting sponsor, I should say, and uh, looking forward to having uh, some representatives from that spot come in. Legendary business here in town for generations, literally generations now. Um, went shopping yesterday, and the inflation was obvious at the checkout counter. Oh. Again, I don't, I don't look at prices when I shop. I'm, I am a supermarket, you know, shelf person's dream. I, I literally. <laughs> I just if I'm shopping if I if I have one thing to get I usually still get five. You're an impulse buyer. Yeah, I am. I'm an impulse buyer. That doesn't surprise but me. But if I have more than one thing to get, then essentially I I just start at one end of the supermarket and go up and down the aisles Every and aisle. grab anything that I think we might could use, and then I go pay for it and I go bah. That's a lot of money. I wasn't expecting to spend that much money. At least yesterday, it was like that. I don't feel it. I go out and buy things, and I don't I, feel inflation. I, I, can see I don't feel it. I mean, I, I've gotten My good. milk still costs two bucks. I've I don't gotten know good at about. scanning. I say I don't look at prices. I don't do comparison shopping. I'm never going to look at, you know, a coupon or something, you know, or anything of that nature. But, I mean, I do. I, I, I usually keep a kind of a running total in my head, and I try to pay with cash like everything else. I'm a cash guy. And so I'm, I'm going on with the cash I have in my pocket, 
and I blew it yesterday by like 30 bucks, and it wasn't that much. But then I, I told Jen early this morning, I don't know if you guys have ever done this before, but I'm famous for it. <laughs> this is just one of those many examples when they finally put me on trial for being a space cadet. There will be multiple people who can say I did this to their car. I was at the store and came out, and somebody, I had the dogs in the car with me. I was not going to be in there that long. And somebody had pulled up right next to me, and they were in a dirty, white, little compact car had the same sort of smudges on the hood and i walked out there with my little shopping cart and i pushed it up and i opened the door which was which was unlocked and had my foot actually in the front side of the door i was going to basically let windows down and let the knob real where are my dogs <laughs> my dogs are gone and I, I started freaking out, and then I started looking around and went, holy crap, this is in my car. <laughs> I, I was about to say, you just described your car. I know. I, know, I just, it was, it was <laughs> literally. A dirty white sedan. It was, a, it was a Hyundai that looked exactly like the, the urban assault vehicle that I drive, the Mazda B3. <laughs> and the woman was walking up to me as I was getting out of her car. And I looked at her, and she was looking all alarmed. I was going, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I mean, I mean, literally, there's my car. I said, I was meaning to get in that one right there. She goes, don't worry. I've done it before. And I said, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. She came over. The dolls made made friends. It was uh, it was fun. I, I don't know. But the fact that I've done that at least a half a dozen times. I've done where, it. Yeah. Where I've committed to getting in the vehicle. I've actually gotten in a car and shut the door, and there's been somebody sitting in the passenger side looking Ooh, at me. I've not done that. Both. Going, what the hell? <laughs> you know? And it's like, so I've. There you go. My I, mom one time started loading groceries into an occupied vehicle. Have like you she heard opened of, the trunk. Have you heard about the car now that they're, they're making or creating that will actually change colors according to yeah, how you want? Yeah, 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 yes, yes. How are you going to find your car no, now? Th that's not right? even future technology. They unveiled it. It's uh, it's not Tesla. It's uh, I've never heard of this. Oh, it, it, they, it, was a, it was actually they did a big thing on Sunday morning about it. Literally, it's going to have a type of paint yes. that will, depending on the way the shafts of light hit it and the uh -huh. angle in which you look at it, it will change coloration. Now, it's not yeah. going to change from bright blue to bright green or red, but it's a it's kind of a metallic silver that will sometimes look like dark gray charcoal, and sometimes it will look almost white. A quick Google search says BMW's got this. Uh, it may be, BMW, it may be yeah. BMW. It's it's a it's a fancy schmancy truck. It is. It's it's what it is. It's a, so it's kind of like a Predator truck. You know, it's got that technology <laughs> that you you know lasers? it's going to be hard for you to be able to pin down what the color is. I, I don't know. If you, got you. if you got disposable income for this, yeah. you're living life. Police good. officers good are thrilled. Good, good oh, for yeah. you. Um, I was going. I got to point out. We we again we went out with a song yesterday after we talked about all the festivals. Some of the platforms let the song play through its entirety. Some of them cut it off. We've decided we're not going to risk that anymore until we get this straightened out. We have one sponsor who actually has said he'd be willing to step up and pay for the ASCAP BMI fee if we could figure out exactly how to make this happen. I'd rather just give us all raises. I, I, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm cool. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm saying we're, we're going we're gonna to go out with our standard outro music, but I've, I, 
I had already sent Ronnie Spector, of course, to Brian. Y'all know me. Oh yeah. Of I'm not going to let the passing of somebody like Ronnie Spector go. Oh, and, I didn't. And not... see, I didn't see that. Oh, did you not see no, it? No, no, she, no. She oh, died seven, I t- I've 70... turned off t- TV. Yes. I like. I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> I saw it on Save Man. Seventy-eight years old. It it hit early yesterday, and yeah, Ronnie Spector died. She was she was definitely a pioneer. She was not a skeered. Just like Ronnie said, "Be my little baby." Exactly. Right? Right. Right. Eddie, yeah. Mo- Eddie Money. I was t- telling Jim. I love that song. I mean, keep in mind. I'm, you know, a young man when MTV is still in its height and its heyday, uh-huh. and Eddie Money was a superstar. And yeah. when he did that, you know, song, just like Ronnie sang, and then she stepped out in the video, yeah, and actually said, "Be my little baby," still looking good. I mean, mm-hmm. Tina Turner, good, yeah. you yeah. know, for that age, and she still did up until the day she died. Sure, she maintained her figure. Mm-hmm. You know, when she did "Be My Baby." She was 16 years old. Yep. Yeah. She's the one that got the group together in New York. She's the one that struck the record deal. Then she ends up with Phil Spector, who beats her and hides her yeah. for two generations. You know, a so lot she of didn't people get know that song from Dirty Dancing. Dancing, yeah, absolutely. So I got got to mention that. A uh, couple of other things, very quick. I did get a correction from our friend Bosox Bob, who said. He did not come in at Woodstock during Hendrix. Oh. He actually missed Hendrix. He got there during the night. Hendrix was supposed to close that night, but ended up not playing until dawn. He said he did see The Who, Jefferson Airplane, and Sly and the Family Stone, but missed mm-hmm. Hendrix. He turns 70 on Monday. I told you he's almost 10 years older than me, so he gave me a quick correction. And this is this is a good one. Our buddy Dylan Dot Dylan, mm-hmm. uh, that that we've worked with for years, mm-hmm. all of us in one one form or another. His his wife works in HR somewhere here in town. I'm not exactly sure. She used to work for hospice. <laughs> she got she got multiple oh. copies of this, <laughs> and it's a cover letter from a group called Row Sixty Podcast. Uh, Clark Gaines, Row Sixty. And it's got a big Georgia G, the big logo brand G up here. Excuse for absence. To whom it may concern, please excuse blank. Oh, I saw this. It says Melanie Phillips uh, from work uh, and or school this 11th day of January 2022. Uh, Every Georgian is still celebrating the epic earth-shaking Georgia Bulldogs <laughs> National Championship victory, though fill in the blank. Melanie, uh, her absence will certainly hurt. The setback cannot compare to the amount of heartbreak that this fan has endured as a dog. And it just goes on and on and on and on. Every dog needs time to recover from a long night of sleeplessness and pure ecstasy. And it goes on and on and everything like that. So I, and she's got a stack of them here that people handed her on the way in. I did hear the announcer, and maybe you guys could do a quick search while uh, Russell does the headlines, and somebody you may he can do it when he gets you know does some time. But I swear, I keep hearing uh, TV people say things out of the corner of my ear, and I always look to Rebecca immediately and said, "Did you hear that?" <laughs> well, what one of them the other day is that one of them let a big old S bomb go Whoa. right during the middle of the game, nice, and it was it was at the end. He said they've been doing that. Bloop. All year, all season, and nobody caught it. <laughs> That's funny. And the other one was, they just can't stop them. They just keep matriculating down the field. <laughs> and I looked at her, I said, matriculating? 
as far as I know, there's only one use for that word, yes. and that's the fee you pay in college to get to go to the next college level. Yeah. That's the matriculation fee, and I've never heard. Now, there could be a usage for it that I'm unaware of, but I've never seen it or heard it. So I just, I don't know, maybe we could learn if, something. If there was an matriculating down the field. If there was an expletive that uh, popped out of the, it was. the, the mouths There's of, of the broadcaster, one. it would have blown up on Twitter. I would have probably it, seen it. It, it, it was, it, it, he definitely said it. Of course, it, it, that's not one of the seven words. That's what people don't, you know, if, you, if you'll well, notice. No, nobody cares about the seven words. I know, FCC I realize that. Beep. Yeah, I was going to say, but that's what CNN Shut has up. been letting it go these days. Even the politicians have been saying, BS oh, yeah. a lot lately. No, cussing is like yeah. in total fashion right now. It's it's in vogue. And um, and uh, also real quick, just a tidbit, kind of an entertainment thing and we'll we'll miss Ronnie and her her impact on the world was certainly huge in rock and roll and she she said her and the girls and the Ronettes were not afraid of being hot. And that was their secret. Their mascara was thick, their hair was high and their voices were beautiful. Glenn Beck, and exactly the 180-degree opposite, who's ugly and wrong all the time, and his hair is disastrous, uh, has COVID again, again. And, but it said it's okay, because even though it's in his lungs this time, he's taking the horse dewormer, so he'll be okay. Oh, good. Oh, we'll yeah, see. You know, we'll see. When he starts squirting worms out the other side, maybe it'll actually clear his lungs up. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know if it's designed actually for you to hack up the, the, the worms or what. Um, but we'll go ahead and get started now with our official beginning of the show before we get to the upfront wrap-up, which is Russell Stroud's newscast. Well, a Chattanooga police officer was involved in a car accident earlier in the week. It happened near Orchard Knob and East 14th Street. Uh, the patrol car and another vehicle collided. The police would not say what the exact circumstances of the crash were, but did say that both parties suffered minor injuries. The Georgia Insurance Commissioner put out a warrant for the arrest of Jared Hosh, the owner of True Blue Roofing. Reports say the case happened in Whitfield County. Hosh allegedly never completed a roofing job, but still took insurance money anyway. The incomplete job caused even more damage to the client's home. The insurance commissioner says that he had no intention of ever finishing the job, and now he's wanted for insurance fraud. Mm. And lastly, this one is a couple of days old, but we didn't get to talk about it, so I'm going to now. Uh, human remains were found in the rubble of the building that used to be Rick's Restaurant on 4th Avenue. The building had long been abandoned and condemned. The fire department said that they have a history of responding to that area. Of course, earlier this week it went up in flames and was completely demolished. Workers were sifting through rubble and discovered a body inside the the uh, rubble of that building. The remains were then taken to the medical examiner's office to be identified. Uh, so far, they have not said if it's believed to be older remains or remains that uh, were the cause of that fire. Uh, they're still working on determining that. And now live from, oh, wherever the heck he is, it's Dave Hooker. Celebrating the new current state of college football, I'm Dave Hooker off the hook sports. What do I mean by that exactly? Well, let me tell you this. There was a time that coaches would actually try to undermine college players and their ability to leave when they still had eligibility and head on to the NFL. That's not the case anymore. Now it's celebrated. John Calipari does it at Kentucky. They hold a big press conference about the number of players that he's sending to the NBA. And Alabama does the same. A huge press conference of guys that will head on to the NFL when they still have eligibility remaining. They're embracing what used to be a terrible thing 
for college football programs. That's exactly what is happening. We'll see that with Alabama. And it's even stranger this year because every player has an extra year of eligibility because of the COVID year of 2020. But that just shows you how much college football has changed. You celebrate sending guys to the NFL. You don't lament the fact that you won't have them for one more year. Why? Because it helps you in recruiting. You're not going to stop those guys anyway. They're headed towards the NFL if that's what they want to do. Well, that's what they're going to do. So why not celebrate it? Show your record of sending players to the NFL. Nick Saban figured it out. He's not the only one. They'll have a press conference very soon about what players are heading on at the NFL. That's the new age of college football. Dave Hooker off Doug Sports. Somebody asked me if was Dave drinking on Monday? No. Or Tuesday? Tuesday nope. after nope. the game. And I said no, he was just like all the rest of us. He'd stayed up until one. Yeah. And then got up in time to actually do that sports cast and get it to us in time right. to be here. And yeah may hear it today you may hear it today sometimes you just tiredness can get you a little bit on the slurry side i didn't uh, get to bed till after midnight last night i i won't ask why no uh, it's no good reason it's because my just, whole family yeah. stays up late i am i'm blessed with a wife who does not begrudge me leaving early <laughs> uh any show any movie we've started she knows when I get the chicken eyes, I, I'm I'm going to bed, mm-hmm. and nothing eyes. can stop me. Nothing can stop me. I'd be, be like a cartoon, Frankenstein walking down the hall, people dragging on his legs. <laughs> I'm going to bed. All right, boy, I envy that. I'm an insomniac as big as a, if you've ever I, met in your life. I, and I mean, sleeping tr- is the truly, biggest problem I have every day. I, I pity you. It's I my pity biggest you. problem every day. I, I really do because I have dealt with it in the past. Where it has been a big issue, it usually comes with stress, almost always financial stress, and I've had that all my life. And when you want to sleep and you can't, there's nothing worse. And I mean, it, it's really hard on you too. You go, you go three or four nights without sleep, you start seeing things. It's mainly my schedule my entire adult life. It's uh, I'm nocturnal. At one o'clock in the morning, and, I'm the wakest and, and the radio most happy forces, of my day. And radio yep. forces you to basically aim toward the morning. At three p.m., always does. lay me down on a concrete slab. I'll be out, but I have things to do at three p.m. All right, very quickly uh, before we I, I, we just dive through the the whole upfront wrap up, where we try to get you the headlines as quickly as possible and succinctly as possible, and in as entertaining a format as possible. I just want to wrap up a little bit of a conversation we talked yesterday. We did mention the body at, at Ricky's. Oh, did you? Okay. When, and, I'll, and, and the speculation, they're wondering if it's the missing guy. Mm. We had a little bit of information on him, too. Oh, um, that, yeah. I but uh, that. Uh, the, the woman, the female manager for the Yankees, who's going to be managing whichever one of their farm teams it is. I, and I, I forget now. It's a single A. I don't know what time. It's, 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 it's Rachel Bakovich. Bakovich is her name. And... She was a strength coach, strength coach and batting coach. She actually did time in the Dominican Republic. She worked in Japan. She worked uh, in in other nations where baseball was big. She was applying for jobs in management in baseball and wasn't getting any callbacks. So her sister suggested that she change her first name from Rachel just to Ray, which is what they called her anyway. And guess what? 
She Suddenly she job. gets all the callbacks yeah. and ends up getting the job as Ray Bakovich. Mm-hmm. And it was a surprise every time when she got there and she was a woman. And even though she qualified completely, she went back to school and learned Spanish so she could communicate with the Hispanic players, mostly from the Dominican Republic wow. and places like that. So good for her. I yeah. saw a full interview with her and very deserving. Here's a name you've probably never heard, but it will sound like one you have. Anwar Slalot, not Anwar Sadat, Anwar Slalot. Uh, this is a man who was a Syrian prison guard in Damascus working for the Syrian president, Assad, and here during recent years, defected and went to Germany and multiple German residents. This was just like it was after World War II when they started spying Nazis you know, down in Brazil and other places, and they yeah. dragged him back to the world court. Yeah. That's what happened. It was actually in Germany. It was German officials who plucked this guy out of the population and said, you are the butcher of the Damascus prison, whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. And he was found guilty yesterday of crimes against humanity. Holy cow. And the entirety of Syria was like going, do you mean somebody in charge of our country can actually be brought to justice? <laughs> And I mean, it, it's literally a shocker. I mean, yeah. Syria had representatives in the courtroom doing nothing except just waiting to see, is this possible? Well, you know, there's a lot of Syrian refugees in Germany. Like, I think a majority of the ones who went to Europe went to Germany. Sure. So imagine being someone who had been in his prison. I mean, and you're literally in, in the, the, the cradle of the war game rules that we use, the, yeah. you know, the Nuremberg Code. Yeah. And uh, they just, and they, they found him guilty and he will spend the rest of his life in prison. Systematic torture and everybody up there had the same stories and that's the guy. He never denied it. No, it doesn't surprise me. You know, often they're very proud. Think about the uh, Yugoslav Wars and the trials that came after that, and they said, yeah, we're war criminals. Of course we are. Isn't that weird? Another passing that's worthy of note that I think should be noted, uh, 85 years old, Clyde Belcourt, I know that doesn't sound like a very fancy name, but his name in Winnebago, he's a Native American, the Winnebago tribe, was Thunder Before the Storm. I could not pronounce Mm. it in the language. What a great name that is. He was one of the co-founding members of AIM, the American Indian Movement. He died at 85 years old, and yes, he was the man responsible for the gathering at Wounded Knee, which ended so tragically, and he was really a remarkable civil rights figure just for a much smaller percentage minority in this Mm -hmm. country, the original people, the original nations, uh, passed away yesterday. Uh, The state GOP, write this one down with red letters, doing something really good, really smart, that makes perfect sense, doing away with all residency restrictions for first responders. If you live in Dayton and you wanna work in Chattanooga as a first responder, you will be allowed to. If you live in Alabama and you wanna work, in Chattanooga as a first responder, you will be allowed to. Okay. That just why makes, why are there restrictions? Yeah, why I, know, it? I don't yeah. know. I don't I don't I I'll be totally honest with you. I don't even understand frankly why you even have to live in the district if you're a congressman. If they want you oh, I, I and do. you can represent I get, I, I get that. You can represent then you can represent as long as they have access to you and you don't just go home and hide in your cubby hole. Right, if you're if you're elected how do you know though, what's going on? If you're elected by the people, I think yeah. you should live in that yeah, I I'm agree. just saying. I'm just I saying. Agree. I just. I don't think it should be a deal killer. But first responders, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I mean, right. they don't have any allegiance. I mean, first responders, to a place. all the way down to yeah. ambulances. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, have have Who apparently cares where they, they live? depending on which city, town, county you're talking about, some of the the restrictions are tighter than others. You have to mm-hmm. live inside the city limits or the county limits. Blah 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 blah. So no. that's going to go. Away. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Right. And they'll they'll get no they'll get no fight back on that. No. No, they shouldn't. No. And that's a ridiculous thing to be even to think would, of. I mean, it, we first got of the, all, the, the the prerequisites for being an ambulance driver ain't much. I, I was going to say. It, I mean, it's not much. Brian, you want to be it. one? You can be one by next. You week. know how this happened somewhere back a long time ago. Some idiot. Let me go all you know. Funniest man in America, James Gregory, on you. Thought it was a good idea to put a piece of state legislation in, just like this one about you know not being able to pay your you know your your your, your coworkers if they are in the same family. It probably monetarily it benefited hay, somebody. Made hay yeah. while the sun shone on somebody somewhere sometime, and it just stuck. That is very James Gregory. Yeah, one point six billion dollars uh, out of a two point two billion dollar not a slush fund because that has a negative connotation, like they got it illegally. This is the state of Georgia. This is just the money they got for COVID relief that's sitting around because Brian Demp, the, the nation's dumbest governor, doesn't know what to do with it. So he said, I'll just give it back to the taxpayers. Hey, why not? Good idea. Out of $2.2 billion, $1.6 billion is just going to be handed back to the taxpayers. $1,000 a couple, $500 an individual. Thank mm. you. I, I'm loving this trend. Free gun. I'm loving. I'm loving this trend. That's exactly. I actually hawked one of my pistols not too terribly long ago when I was real short on money. Yeah. And I, 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 me, I meant to go back and get it and didn't. Mm. I doubt if it's still there. I need to go get it while I've still got the money. But I'm also thinking maybe I ought to just let it sit there and upgrade a little bit. Yeah. Maybe I ought to take a look at your your spare collection. You got to have at least four or five sitting there that you're not using. Not that I'm willing no, to give you. away. Well, I didn't say I'd, I'll pay you for it. Well, I'm well, ask you to give it to me. I'll consider it. Even though I've given you a bunch of stuff. I All three hospitals it. here locally say, "Don't come in for testing. Don't come in for testing. Don't come in for testing. We don't want you to come in for testing. Please, don't go in for testing." Right. Go uh, to your primary care. Go to physician. your primary care position, or just also, assume you have it. They're all limiting uh, visiting people as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you they've can. been doing that for forever. Well, I think that just picked up, picked back up again. I was negative, really? by the way. Yeah. For those Do you mean you limiting visitation to people who are in the ICU? Or, or yeah, or I mean, nobody in, goes in, in ICU. Sorry. Not in ICU, so yeah. but yeah. Uh, I think that hasn't changed because my dad was recently, you know, in the hospital, and they would only allow one family member. No, we they mentioned. let up on that, and, and, and well, it's we now come back. We mentioned, huh. you know, Wendy. That's she. She was she uh, had, for a while in she, the yeah. ICU, and only one family member was right. allowed in. Per day, they yeah. couldn't right. switch. Right, it wasn't like the one could be there at all times. That's right. The one that showed up that morning. Same thing when Rebecca had her surgery. They said, "No, once you leave, you can't come back in." Mm-hmm. So I mean, but all three hospitals said, "You know, we we can't deal with this. Go get your test done somewhere else." I I went and I talked about it yesterday, and did the uh, one down at the base of uh, of you know where the Baylor School Campus is there in that big lot, and it's Athena. And we both came back negative yesterday, so that was good. That was good. But I oh, mean, Rebecca's God. negative. Yeah, she, yeah. she, she, she negative okay. too. Now, we've got we got a bug of some kind, but no, her boss is positive, so well, the the office is still going to be closed. Remember though, days. Jeff, I was like feeling real bad a couple of days ago. Yeah, and I took a COVID test too. And I was negative. Yeah. So I was like, what the hell's going well, we're, on? We're tending to forget that it's possible to get sick yeah. Yeah. It, it and just not be have a COVID-19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Right. There are other it's things. It's totally possible. And that's, well, and that's what Fauci and said. And maybe probable. Yesterday. Yeah. Fair I, enough. Uh, Hamilton <laughs> County deputy got rear-ended on I-75. It was a hit and run. They're looking for the guy that hit him. That's, we'll a, ba- that. that's a ballsy dude. 
you slam into a deputy's car, a clearly marked off. deputy's car for the sheriff's department, yeah. and then put it in reverse and back up and take off, you are e- either A, you're driving a car that's been stolen already and you don't give a damn, uh, and you don't care if they track it, yeah. B, you're just ballsy as all get out, and you've got a place you can get to real quick and get Somebody, off the road, and it's still sitting there with a tarp over it where it will sit for some time. We talked about this, I think, three days ago in, yeah. in my headlines, which, of course, you didn't listen to. Of course. And <laughs> and I, I wanted to make the joke then that I'll make now. This guy is playing on Grand Theft Auto rules. Yeah, there's He's no doubt like, ah, about it. I play GTA Five. I know what to do. I he, will run away. He was texting, too, as he was leaving. <laughs> I just got 75 points for hitting the deputy. Points. Um, luckily, luckily, he, the deputy was okay. Yeah, yeah, that's why um, we're joking about it. <laughs> the Rust set, the shooting on the mo- the movie set of Rust mm-hmm. uh, with Alec Baldwin. Uh, the newest information, it all points. This is coming from the attorneys hired by the armorer, who yeah. I do not trust at all. I, and, I don't and, believe and anybody and in this entire. Let thing. us. Yeah. And, and the, the, yeah, you got on to him, and you, and that, rightfully so. When I first saw the picture of the armorer, and she's got you know a couple of forty-five calibers up like this, I mean old-fashioned Western, you know, forty-fives, yeah, revolvers, and she's blonde and good-looking. I said she looks like she ought to be posing in Hustler. That was an unfair comment. It may have been accurate, but it was unfair. She is a young woman. I've actually she, watched a yeah. lot on this, and and she's got a history of of uh, a family family yeah. history of of this kind line of work. Yeah. 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 They say that it was the supplier, and they've named them. They've named the group, and it's not a you know anybody that we've hmm. ever heard of. But yeah, if, you, like if you were in the company. business in Hollywood, they're one of the people you go to for things like this: boxes of dummies, boxes of of blanks. And they said they found seven live, real rounds of ammo in the box marked blanks. Okay, but how that would happen, I do not know. It's the distributor's fault? The distributor, the supplier's fault is what they're saying. what they're saying. But wait a minute. I don't know. I don't believe it, but that's what they're saying. Were the boxes opened or unopened? Are these sealed boxes? They come sealed, but obviously it was opened or they wouldn't have been able to get into it. You got to remember, too, this was... The FBI took that... The box that the the round came out of had seven rounds in it that were live. Ah, this doesn't seem right. I thought thought they were shooting with live rounds. They admit that they were shooting. Yeah, they were earlier in the day. That's right. So, like... there's nothing to say they didn't just take the same box and dump their loose ammo into the same box and then later in there's the day, a, whoops, bang. There is, they, there's no reason for them to be shooting with live rounds unless no, they're just no. literally plinking. Well, this they, this they film is on, on par on a budget-wise of an indie film. Yes. yes. Just because Alec Baldwin is in it. Yeah. Not, it's, no, this is not a Hollywood blockbuster. That's the thing This nowadays. is an indie film. So are they cutting look, corners? Of course they Golden are. Look at Golden Globes and look at the movies that got nominated. They're all super low budget yeah. made for streaming movies. Sure. But how Starring many? big actors who just they just they're tired of not being on the screen because of COVID. They're taking these these little roles and they're earning accolades for them. But Brian, consider how many movies there are that involve guns. It's like eighty uh, percent of movies. Yeah, today. nearly all of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. And how many firearms related accidents can we think of? Uh, let's see. There's the Crow. Yeah, twenty five eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This kind of thing is very rare. Even in like very low budget scenarios, this this requires gross negligence on someone's part. Well, there's for it to a, there's also many coming out from uh, lower levels of this production of uh, other negligence from right. this entire production yeah, right. that was just you know nowhere to stay, hotels miles away. Yeah. Like there was lots of it Have wasn't you seen just the set? it consists of one building. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. it's the so, church. That's yeah. it. The whole, right. all the action takes so place. This, in one, this might one be building. people coming out and afterwards and just trying to get you know their name yeah. out there and be heard. But it wasn't just oh, there's a live bullet here. This was lots of disgruntled. Uh, uh, workers on this set from day one. Well, the big red flag. To I don't know me, why I've spent so much time on something I don't care about at all. <laughs> no, I know. The big red flag to me, though, is is the story that you talked about. I think Brian, where uh, they were out like planking on like near set in Arizona, yeah. a couple of nights before bad shooting. Idea. That's so bad. Yeah. Like, if if you know guns, you know this. Live rounds should be nowhere near prop guns ever. Prop guns should never be loaded with real ammunition anywhere near a set ever. That's like basic firearms on movie set safety. I know this, and I've never worked on a movie. I've never had a prop gun, so I just yeah. think I just think there's a lot of negligence from top to bottom, start to finish. Well, on and this. that's the other misnomer. And now that, let's do the what was the point to everybody else thing? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what everybody's doing. <laughs> and that's what she was doing when she was holding the guns too. But that's that's the, the exact same. Pose. But that's the other thing is that the media keeps getting this wrong because media people don't know how guns work and they don't barely even know what guns are. And they also lie. Yeah prop gun it's not a prop gun it's a gun from the prop department it's a real firearm though it's not a prop gun hey i'm gonna use that as a jumping off I actually had this right. at the very end but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna jump onto it real quick this is why speaking, i many people like me speaking of the media speaking of the media um all right everybody knows that as of yesterday mitch mcconnell broke up with joe biden that love affair oh, is yeah. over <laughs> That's because of the Senate slam that Biden and Harris gave while they were in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And Mitch McConnell came out and his feelings were hurt. Yeah, and his yeah. ovaries needed to be massaged. And he was crying and weeping and gnashing his teeth. And oh, it's not fair. The Senate is above and beyond He's the law. holding on by, and, by a thread. He has I mean, very blue lips lately, too. Well, Trump hates him. Biden, nobody, he, his political career is close to his over. His mama yeah. doesn't love him. He's also old as hell and just needs to retire. Anyway. But I saw, I was the watching this interview this morning with the vice president it was being conducted by craig melvin one of the guys that's on the today show which if you ever watch tv at all you probably haven't noticed that they're celebrating their 70th anniversary there's a big 70 on the screen at all times and i've seen oh, more footage of j fred mugs than i ever want to see <laughs> and old black nice. and white oh my god it's been nice well craig melvin well, was a total dick to the vice president <laughs> remind i'm me, telling you this is one of really? the they, oh he was and you can it, this is one of those things here's a tip for you folks I watch carefully watch carefully tv journalism when they're doing a one-on-one -on -one interview, sometimes you'll have the shot with both of them in it mm -hmm. conversing. Uh -huh. When they start going to close-up, extreme close-ups of the face, head and shoulder shot of one person, that means the other person's off camera, off mic, and they go back and they reshoot their questions. They'll do the interview, really? but then when, when the interviewee leaves, they'll set up and then the reporter will get you know all situated and suddenly his body language will change and his tone of voice will change and Craig Melvin was being super dickish and confrontational in his delivery and I mean he was he was just he was smirking and shaking his head no and going mm-hmm uh-huh well well back to the question I mean he was using the tone of voice that you know he was not using Damn. with Vice President Harris sitting across from him because she would have jumped up and jab slapped him How is I that guarantee legal? you she would how is I it legal would. to do that? They, 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 they're, they're, not, they're not really lying. They're just being misleading. Well, it, it, yeah. it it's not illegal to lie. It yeah. makes the interviewer look tougher, and it makes them look like they're you know not it's as not jaded. It's not illegal to lie, but isn't it illegal to take uh, an, an interview and completely 
redo the, the interviewer's it's, it's questions? The, it's, the, no. it's the difference in me saying, no. no. are you going to stand by that, that comment? Or me going, are you seriously going to stand by that comment? Okay. Like that. All that's, right. That's, all right. that's, that's all right. the difference. Okay. It's not you saying, know. like, so do you still kill so puppies on Tuesday? So they're not changing the question. No, they're just, no, no. They're just no. re- Okay. Uh, it would definitely be against the rules if they changed the question. Yeah. yeah and, and, that would be lawsuit that, that, material. That would, but I mean, no, they just. Well, that'd be career suicide. They just, you know, yeah. and, I mean, the whipping off of the glasses. Here, here's your, here's your glasses. <laughs> this is, and Craig Melvin, he never wears them, but he had them on for just so he could do this one time. <laughs> you know, and do the, the My quick favorite stare. is, hand me the glasses. My favorite is, <laughs> my favorite is when they do this pose. They were warping Jen's glasses. They, they have the glasses. Right. She doesn't wear them anymore. Like They're this. on their last legs. <laughs> and they point with the yeah, glasses and yes. they say now last year punctuate <laughs> punctuate with their sentences and then put one into and their mouth and then they put it in their mouth yeah. they put one into their yes. mouth which I won't do which you yeah. would, I, since I've got apparently I've still got some sort of bug airborne herpes or now last or year <laughs> you, you said <clears throat> yeah Kevin McCarthy's phone info being investigated they've he's been asked to cooperate yeah, yeah sure how's no. that gonna work sure sexual assault charges gonna continue against Prince Andrew that picture of him with his arm around that young woman that is not the way you hug a young woman that you don't know. Yeah, yeah. that he doesn't remember. His hand, his hand I is, don't is, remember. is gripping her lower I have hip. No recollection. With great I gusto. I don't even sweat. With great gusto. <laughs> American Red Cross says it's the worst blood shortage they've seen in a decade, and we're looking here locally for a female porch pirate who stole a bunch of stuff yeah. on Cannon Avenue on Christmas, and they're really serious about it. She pissed them off, and they want she, their yes, stuff back. Yes, she did. She's last, lucky she ain't dead. Last two things, President Trump slamming politicians who will not say if they've gotten their booster shots. Really? Yeah, the Rand Pauls of the world who say yeah, it's none yeah. of your business. Yeah. Well, uh, Trump is very pro-vaccine. Yeah, probably. He, he's becoming, he he's now. He's becoming it, more. Because it was his idea. <laughs> yeah, because he's yeah. taking credit much, for it. Much more pro-vaccine. As we go. He's probably the most pro-vaccine Republican there is, though. Absolutely. And also, here, uh, this is kind of a regional story, and I'll just slide it in here real fast before we get to Everybody's Got One. I'm going to let Jen do uh, the kind of lead on the uh, Everybody's Got One, the editorial section today. Hey. Uh, and uh, local uh, jury awards local man $6.5 million against Cracker Barrel. How did and this even happen? This this ah. is not this is not a racism story. Cracker Barrel it's got so not. slammed over being racist at huh? one point. I thought that's this what it had to totally do. This is totally different. This guy ordered a, a meal, and they brought him a glass of cleanser cleaning, instead of water. Cleaning fluid. Cleaning fluid. Right, right. Like, like a, a, a corrosive agent cleaning fluid that they use on their dishes yes. and their, the, the their surfaces back and there. All that. And he took a couple of big swallows. And the, the court records say that he suffered irreparable, serious, internal, physical injury. Yes, it's I burned, believe it. It, it did burned not, his esophagus. Yeah, and it's, it didn't go into any great details. But the guy took a couple of swallows and go, what the hell did you just give me? Yeah. And they went, oh, I'm sorry, let me get you a glass of water. And just thought that was going to be it. Well, six and a half million dollars later, this was 2014. That's right. Oh, wow. It well, took that long. You've just taken uh, up my entire pimp's corner, but whatever. <laughs> right, I'll right. drink some bleach for six mil. Uh, <laughs> yeah, would, actually. I Tide, might too. Tide Pod Challenge. <laughs> It's well, like, the CDC says it's okay now. It's okay to do a Tide Pod challenge or to drink bleach. The CDC says, yeah, go ahead. You just have to wait five days until you get back out in public. All right. And this is when they swore. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. And most of them stink. An opinion. You might be able to think of another couple of things that fit that description. Brought to you by Jason Armstrong and American Exotic Guitars. 
American Exotic Guitars, the highest end quality handcrafted, completely custom made instruments. You buy a guitar from Jason, you're going to get a guitar that is only yours. Nobody else has it. Solid body construction, both traditional tone woods and American exotics like Osage Orange, Acacia Coa, Black Walnut, Honey Locust, Sassafras, Persimmon, and featured in studio very soon, right behind us will be Probably one of those. Probably next week. And we're going to get Jason there to talk to us. AmericanExoticGuitars.com, Facebook, Instagram, uh, easy to find and track down. And somebody... I, and I, I guess it was Nuga.com, I it's believe. It's Nuga Today. Nuga, which Nuga is a, Today. It just a, it's a great newsletter that comes to your uh, email every day. I get it. Um, and this was, um, I guess they posed some sort of question to readers. And their story goes like this. Uh, there's, there's a certain kind of etiquette when it comes to Southern living, but Chattanooga has its own set of rules, which is very true. Chattanooga is very different than other cities. No doubt. Um they do go on to say that none of these rules are official or written down but they're absorbed by the community the, and the make spotting rules. someone from out of town a lot yeah, easier of, to, of to, to, to see so rule number one uh this comes from channel nine rule one it's chattanooga yeah, it not has four syllables not three thank you four yes uh this comes from amy m be like the I-24, I-75, and never stop working on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this comes from what Ronald B. Must own at least one pair of Chacos and drive a Suburban. I mean, a Subaru. A Subaru. If at all possible. Uh, this comes from Jennifer K. It is made locally. We like it better. Uh, this comes from Adrian R. If it's not a big deal to drive to... It's not a big deal to drive to Atlanta but don't expect someone from Hickson to willingly drive to Ultawa right, or to anyone really yeah. to cross the river. If you live on the north yeah. side, you're not going to go. They made note of that. Another yes. person said the idea of actually just driving across the river becomes like this momentous Herculean task. It is. Oh, i got to go across the river. There's three, four, five, six, seven bridges you so, can use. No, there's it's no not, good, there's no good way to get to Hickson from anywhere All right. in my book. Real quick. No good way to get there. Uh, Real that quick. would be 153. Real it's quick. not a good way. Uh, fun anecdote. <laughs> 55 miles an hour. Give me a break. <laughs> when when yeah, I was I trying to that. find rapid tests, I was on the phone with my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, ah, oh, damn, the closest one is at the Publix across the river on the North Shore. And I live in Rossville. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, all right, I don't drive home. And like, well, that's far for you. No, it was like 10 minutes. 10 minutes later, <laughs> I'm there. And she's like, wait, you're there already and you were complaining that much? I'm like, well, yeah, I had to cross yeah, the river. Yeah, it's a thing. People <laughs> don't let, like to cross let, over. Yeah. Let me do the couple of these I'm here a vampire. They, this guy, John R., was clearly behind me at some point. <laughs> If you drive too slow on Amnicola, we will give you the death stare. Yes. There is uh -huh. no arguing this from right. John R. Stephen M. says, two dogs minimum in yep. every car. Absolutely. So I got that one down. <laughs> uh, it's required to go at least 10 miles mile, uh, plus miles per hour over yes. the speed limit anywhere on Riverside. Yes. Riverside, you, you, you never pay attention to the speed limit. And... Um, what was the the other one? You got you know honking in the tunnels. Yeah. You got the, the don't be on the W road if you don't need to be on the W right. road. The ridge cut isn't about your hair. You know, quit looking in the mirror when you're on the ridge cut. <laughs> and I'm going to add the other one that that didn't make the list that everybody knows. 
you have to be able to refer to the building you want to meet people at that's right. oh, yeah. as what that's it right. used to be. Yep. It used to be the pancake man. Yes. Remember it the old used red to foods? be the longhorn. I think it that's an I, I I think that's an every mid-sized town thing. I think thing. so too. I think that's you go to Warner Robins and they're going to say the same thing. Well, it's like the theater in East Ridge is still the rave. It hasn't been the rave for it, like that's 15 right. years. I do yeah. still yeah. call it the rave. Yeah. Yeah. You know what used to be old the, the old salary company, the old the 3M company, the old Red Lobster on Brainerd Road. Yeah, there's a perfect example, right? There. There's an, here's another one, too, that is only here that I'm aware of. If somebody asks you, what school did you go to? Yes. They mean they high mean school. They mean high, high school. school. Yeah. They, don't mean, they don't mean Yale or Harvard. There's a bunch right. of dumbasses yeah. that don't go to college. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Or that it's because true. Chattanooga is known for its, its very... We have very, very good, 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 good prices. We're all, no, we judge people by that. There's we a, do. To a huge degree. Okay, so you yeah. know on Lee Highway, there's there used to be a Ryan's, like the buffet restaurant. Yep. Ryan's. Yes, yeah. that's right. And the trough. I think it's a, 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 a some kind of it's an allergy clinic. clinic or yeah, allergy yeah. clinic. Yeah, exactly. Now it's like Chattanooga Allergy <laughs> Clinic. I was like, how did that happen? The golden trough. Absolutely. All right. And uh, there you go. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, y'all can have the editorial anytime you want it. I, it's, it's, you know, and storytelling time. Mountain's looking to each other I'll, i will give these up to my co-workers here gladly okay. that's the thing especially on the day when you walk in here and you see me looking like i am today like i got no sleep whatsoever. that's the other thing though about chattanooga that i've noticed other cities don't necessarily do is that we put our name in front of everything right like in pittsburgh there's not like pittsburgh allergy clinic it's they just call it like you know allegheny area allergy clinic yeah. here it's like chattanooga this chattanooga that you know what else they do it's chatta something now yes. it's chatta neuter yeah. chatta whatever else there's tons of those yeah you know some people that hate the noog the whole noog thing yeah yeah and actually that was i think it was chuck crowder that got the the trademark on that if i'm not mistaken that was smart because that's where everybody was going um duh, the duh category duh schwa uh, nothing really big and important that I have this morning in that category. Uh, it's brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. And really, I guess the only one that comes to mind is, again, just watching TV, you know, a little bit more carefully now that I'm back out and about and I'm much more active physically because I finally got over all my various wounds and uh, the COVID stuff is beginning to you know let up. So I mean, I went from really zoning out in front of the TV, and whole you know series of shows would go by on a weekend, and yeah. I wouldn't really watch anything local. And so now I'm trying to do in this show, this podcast, the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, trying to be up to date. By the way. I've gotten all the way here without saying the fact that you're listening to the Chattanooga Driving <laughs> Show featuring Nuka's own Jeff Styles. That's me with a Y. I think Jen they already Lambert, know. Pim Jen, and Russell the Love Muscle, Russell Stroud, and Brian Stone, also with a Y. Just want to get Somebody's that like, in Somebody's like, damn it, I've been listening to this for 45 minutes. I, I didn't know who the hell I didn't know who it was I or intentionally, what they were doing. I intentionally looked this up and hit play on the new episode, and I don't even know what I, it is. I, I, I actually was watching, and I, there's one of those little businesses that you wouldn't think would have that much of an advertising budget. And I guess my, the duh thing here is if they're advertising there, they can advertise here. That's right. On this podcast, too. Damn and it's right. for the Pigeon Mountain Trading Post. Have y'all seen their ads? I have. They're they actually run, really good. They run all the time. This is one location, not a franchise. You know what they do? I haven't seen this. Yeah. Bees. Bees. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And it, they literally have a, a spot running. Order your bees now. Order your bees for next year now. Like honey Mountain. bees? Yes, yeah. yes. It's a, the entire business is about bees 
and honey derived from them and being a beekeeper. And apparently they're making enough bank to be able to buy huge swaths of TV commercials. Well, it's a on great thing. Spots. I mean, yeah, we need the bees. Yeah, we need I as understand many bees we that. Get. But by God, they could be advertising with the Chattanooga Driving Show Lodge Cast Iron Studios right here. We'll reach out to them. Do it. You do it. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> You're the one who does Little stuff. busy, busy little bee. Yeah, there you go. Get yeah. on down there with your, your kin, your kin folk down there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just didn't realize that bees were that big that that big a business. They're oh yeah, I know what they are environment. Oh yeah, no, that. no, they're a, they're they're. We all understand what they are for the yeah. for the, our our, you know, our environment. But as a business, no, I, I would not have thought that. Either. Change no, people like that. make people use bees as like passive. Well, not really passive because you have to do a lot Pets. of work. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's not passive. Ouch! I keep yeah. I keep them in my little shirt pocket. Right yeah, here. no, they use them for like a secondary source of income because they sell the honey. Yeah. I call them bumbler. <laughs> I call this one sting butt. But <laughs> Jabezus. Oh. <laughs> I have Jabezus in my That's other nice. pocket. Uh, nice. Terrible. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are we supposed to get weather this weekend? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not doing anything. Sunday. Uh, I'm going to Atlanta. Ugh. Saturday's going to be rain. Sunday's supposed to be a wintry mix. And it's going to get cold again. We've, the sun's gone for a few days. Made possible the What Are You Doing segment, which is really a community calendar, uh, by the good folks at Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary Thurman handles the money that we have invested, me and my wife, and uh, going to be giving them a little bit more somewhere down the road here. 710-9199. The best thing I can do is give my money to somebody else to take care of. I think everybody understands that with about me. So uh, proud to have them on board, and I will throw a couple at you. Um, wilderness Survival Class. This Saturday, outdoor at Chattanooga doing that. What possible harm could come of you taking this class and learning something? I mean, I throw stuff around all the time that I have known all my life, but it doesn't mean that the person next to me has ever thought about it once. And just like the I-95 situation, a little bit of survival skills would have gone a long way for some of those people. Also in the outdoor world, up in Whitwell, over in Whitwell, whichever way you want to do it, down in Whitwell, they're doing the Snow Bull Endurance Runs. Snow Bull, I guess, is a big hill or like every mountain around here has five names depending on which way you go up. Yeah. There may be actually a Snow Bull Mountain. Oh. I'm not really positive, but it, these endurance runs are set up for people who run consistently in periods of six to eight hours. Oh, heavens. So, I mean, these are literally endurance runs up and down this trail, and it's more about the time you run as opposed to the distance. So, I there you go. I can't think of anything more worse, but what, whatever. More yeah, worse, I agree, more and worse. I, know a lot, I know a lot of runners. I know a lot of runners. And they're all insane. And they're very good friends of mine, and I don't and understand insane, them no. at all. Yep. And I wonder how we're friends. How, how, how do we even how hang out How do they tolerate together? you? <laughs> <laughs> we often wonder. Uh, the inquiring minds want to know. My favorite thing to do whenever we've interviewed, uh, I've done this a couple of times, whenever we interview people who do like charity runs and stuff, I always ask, so you do you allow smoking for the competitors? <laughs> sure. Run down with, with a camel yeah. dangling off your lower lip. <clears throat> I'll be right there, All right, guys. I've got some what are you doing. These all are right. all for, for MLK Day on Monday. The city is hosting a... Um, a day of service donation drive uh, that'll start from 8.30 and go through 11.30, and they're asking for donations, and this is hosted, of course, by Mayor Tim Kelly. There will be music, uh, spoken word performance, and reflections on service. 
Also, Crabtree Farms is doing MLK Service Day on the farm from 9.30 to 12.30. And that basically is spend a day of service volunteering at the farm by helping with greenhouse work, adding uh, compost to community gardens and more. Also, there is a day of service in Red Bank from 10 a.m. to 12. Uh, you need to RSVP to that. Um, join Red Bank leaders and businesses to clean up litter in the south, in South Central and North Red Bank. And then the last one, Marie Mott is hosting the 11th Street Litter Cleanup. Mm. That starts uh, at 10, also goes through 12. Um, you know, that's good a good thing. Good, well, good thing um, to do. On MLK Day, Cleveland State Community College doing a Hive a Dream weekend all weekend long. CHI Memorial will be streaming a uh, documentary, a service called Peace, Love, and Unity on Monday, and Chattanooga State is doing also on Monday a program called It Starts With Me, Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Justice. So MLK Day on Monday, of course, and we'll be, we'll be on whatever we'll be, we call we'll it on the air service. we'll be doing here. our service yes. our ministry here at the at the podcast <laughs> ministry. on monday the chattanooga <laughs> drive-in show the tri-state region's drive-in theater of the mind featuring the people i just mentioned in one hour you'll be informed warned entertained and brain sprained at quality tire pros we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022 if your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been stop in today let us check it out for a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. Speaking of which, I'd, the old urban assault vehicles driving on at least two badly bald Maypops, the brand name that I like to use called Maypops. Huh. Uh, I actually really need four. And four tires run you what these days? Like 500 bucks? Yeah. 500 oh, bucks? No, you can go less than that. Oh, 350. Okay. I was hoping two, maybe. Oh. No, depends I got tires what, last year. It's about five. Yeah. These are tiny tires for a tiny vehicle. Depends I mean, it depends. What, yeah, your car. Depends what you get. Rim using, size. I'm not all using that. too well, much rubber. It, right. It, it, yeah, it can depend too on like. Are you willing to put them on yourself or are you willing to go to a used tire? Hell no. Don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> well, you want to use tire, you can one for 30 bucks. Yeah, right? yeah. Pimp's Corner. Uh, yes. Pimp Jen, she gets her own little uh, piece of the pie here and is brought to you by the Intentional Living Project. Bruce Dodd has this new podcast. And you know Bruce, of course, from People's Home Equity. But this is the IntentionalLivingProject.com. And it's exactly what it says. It's about learning to be more intentional with your money, time, thoughts, and relationships. And just, you know, put some Bruce. thought into it. Thank you. Uh, you've already mentioned the Cracker Barrel situation, so let me bring up another situation. Popeyes on Ringgold Road, which I think you're probably close to. I don't know if you ever go there. I have, yeah. They scored a 65 mm. on their uh, restaurant report card. What uh, happened? The inspector, then that place is absolutely filthy. That is disgusting. Yeah, I was say that's the inspector bad. said that they'll the, give you 60 points just did, for walking in did, the door. Dented <laughs> cans. Uh, the door works. 60 no, points. Cooks in, with no pants. The inspector said that the manager did not have control over foodborne illness risk factors. Oh. And the inspector noted several pri several priority items. The manager was not aware of the employee illness policy. What? Yummy. I'd like a glass mm. of disinfectant, please. And uh, also, according to the inspector, the hand washing sink was not accessible <laughs> for employees. <laughs> what? And there was no soap in the dishwashing area. But I will also yum, say yum, yum. every one of our kitchens would fail a health inspection. 
Every single one of our kitchens would fail. No, Bjorn, mind. I have boogers on my fingers as I serve this plate, but I'm trying not to. Touch There's only a few food. industries I know much about in the in the the, the 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 casual fast food dining industry. I spent many years yeah. in as a youth. I know yeah. a, lot, a lot about that. Every single one of your your kitchens would fail. My, Every single my, health inspection. My best Ugh. friend back in in uh, high school and in the very first part of my college days, the one that I lost to a drunken, stupid gunshot uh, situation many years ago, and his son is my godson, and we're in contact all the time. He worked briefly, briefly at a Wendy's, and this was when Wendy's was kind of the up-and-coming franchise. The prestige brand. And keep in mind, Bowden was so small, we didn't have any fast food places. Carrollton only had just a handful. I mean, it's the college that even brought those in. Wendy's was new. The never frozen, always fresh. Yes, people were so excited about it. And he came to me after about the second day of work. He had this very serious look in his face. He goes, don't eat the chili. (laughs) Whatever you do, you can get a burger. But don't ever eat the chili. And, he never told me why. And don't he, get he the, quit about the, a week later. Don't get the ground beef <laughs> when you go to Taco Bell he either. Just, he just said oh. he, he made it very <laughs> plain. Sometimes what you don't know <laughs> might not hurt you. It but stuck with me. It could. <laughs> also working in the beer industry, I, I have people who are in kitchens every day delivering and I hear yeah. horror stories. I could tell you uh, I don't want to know. a I don't, dozen don't restaurants I you really should never step foot into in we'll this talk, city. Do that off, when I'm not, we'll talk I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. I'm I, not gonna do it. My gag reflex but really? I should some sensitive. of the nicer places? Yes. Oh not not man. not 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 the high, high, high end, but yes, places you would never expect. Here next to this little rosette of wasabi so that we all, made for a decorative thing. All for that your plate. to say, the I point, have a booger on my finger. The point, and I'll try not to touch your food. <laughs> Coming back around is it's it's not very difficult to get a good. Uh, a grade with a health inspector because normally you know they're coming. I just yeah. can't believe they put the the hand washing sink on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Grav- gravity turned it into a real bitch. Anyway, <laughs> this is uh, careful where you die. This is silly fodder, uh, and but it's for the ladies. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are are divorcing. Oh, I just got a text from Rebecca yeah. said, "Don't worry, Jeff. Yeah. We I will not file for divorce immediately. <laughs> Jason is now single. I'll be so. in line too for that. So." Um, did you read this? The There is a study now that shows that cannabis is the cure for COVID. Yeah. I read that, yeah. You yeah. did. You did read it. No, actually, they said the cannabis in your yeah, system. Yeah, I ignored it like all the other nonsense. <laughs> yeah, the cannabis in your system. It's the only one I'm interested in. <laughs> it cures cancer, man. Bonds, I also, I also saw drinking COVID. urine does the same thing. Bonds, right, Bonds I read that too. With the molecules from the COVID. That's uh, why Barry that's right. Right. Is anything real it's anymore? Protein. I don't know. But they, 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 you know, that's, is everything fake? I think yes. everything's fake. You know, yeah. back in the early days of testing, drug testing, you could actually go in and get a little thing of golden seal and a crap load of vitamin C. Yes. And you could cover up any cannabis use because vitamin C bonds with it, golden uh-huh. seal masks it. Right. And then the people that made these tests got smart and realized, well, let's test for vitamin C and golden seal. So if you're <laughs> taking the stuff that helps you fool the test, Cranberry then you lose, the, you lose the test. So this is another one that's at that molecular level. Yes. And I don't know, I just ask the stoners in your life if they've had COVID and do your own research. Yeah. That's, well, uh, I don't know, Joe Rogan got it, so yeah. it obviously doesn't work that well. Yeah. Is he a stoner? Oh, yes. Yeah. They smoke weed on his yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally. They smoke weed without uh, Elon okay. Musk. Could you possibly roll that, that blunt any slower? Yeah, well. All right, I should post a picture of that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. um, the you mentioned this earlier too. The Red Cross uh, is now bribing donors with Super Bowl tickets. 
So if you donate <laughs> blood in the month of January, me. you could win tickets to uh, the Super Bowl plus a $500 gift card for all of the expenses. Those of you can should. The Super Absolutely. Bowl's in Los Angeles. 500 bucks ain't going to cover yeah, nothing. Say, that's like McDonald's. <laughs> but it's still, you know, it's still worth doing. You can yeah. drive for three seconds down the street with $500 worth of gas. <laughs> you can go spend it at Popeye's down on Roswell Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole just, three years meal. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail about this, but I think this is interesting. Um, there is a new vaccine. It's an experimental vaccine that is going to be coming to the market uh, that will help fight opioid um, addiction. I saw that. Yeah, it's cool. It is cool. It can't get here fast enough. It no, really it, can't. It, it, it literally can't get here fast the enough. The problem I've... that I see with that is, okay, so it binds up and your brain doesn't, you know, register the opiate, but what if you need it? Like, what if you're in an accident and you need it? Well, there are other painkillers besides Besides opiates? Opioids. Yeah. And they just don't work as well uh, as a they general They don't work rule. at all. I mean, that's the and thing. they don't ruin your life potentially. And I was going to say, yeah. that's the thing. That's that. The reason that it's so addictive is because it works. Yeah. When you're yes, in pain, it, does work. it takes the pain away and you really like that. And then, of course, if you take them as prescribed for a week, You've already, you've already got an addiction going That's that, right. that will take a little kick in to get you. We have a, a very loyal listener every day and uh, talked to her the other day. And she doesn't, you know, obviously just bring it out all the time in conversation. But they have a family member who's dealing with a heroin addiction and yes. is in, is in uh, uh, rehab right now. Yep. And, I, and I, you know, I, I told them the thing is, is that the, the problem with heroin is that it is, you know, it's a perfect drug. Right. It doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter who you are, how much money you've got, how well known, how famous, how infamous, how stupid. It doesn't make any difference. You do a big old rail of just snorting heroin, much less, you know, doing an IV, and everything is perfect. It's it's called a euphoric for a reason. Yeah. Life is A-OK for a small period of time. And when you've experienced that euphoria, it's hard to walk away from. It's knowing that it's right there. All I have to do is do this, and I will feel like I am a million dollar bill yes. for about thirty minutes. And after thirty, 30 minutes, minutes, after thirty minutes, it's, you know it's to last longer than Coke does. And after that, it just you just wish you felt like that again. The, fir the first time, the first time you do it you you're running a risk you'll never get that same feeling again i never snorted it because i was never that much of a drug addict but you know if you take enough of it it lasts for eight hours uh, it depends on how you take it i, I guess so. I, I, yeah. I've easily, you can go quicker than that all right don't do drugs kids don't yep. do drugs don't do drugs drugs destroy neighborhoods communities and families <laughs> muscle flex russell the love muscle <laughs> gets his own section too and he gets to flex his muscle and he's going to do that right now and brought to you by time for tai chi yes uh instead of uh doing drugs perhaps you should consider tai chi <laughs> because it has uh, many more benefits and really has no downsides so don't do drugs uh do tai chi instead <laughs> time for tai chi he's got uh two different uh, class locations in fact he was just featured on uh channel 12 i think yesterday so that's cool to he see he did this and that uh oh did he as well okay uh the ballet esprit studio on oh wait you said channel three no channel 12 channel oh 12. okay wdef watch another channel every once in a while jen i do every I, once, you know, every I bounce once around. in a while take your remote and watch another channel i, to, I thought we were promoting not watching these at look, all the i know the truth is i <laughs> no, don't no, no, know she, how to, she doesn't she doesn't watch any other news I channels i don't know how to get off channel three on my television 
Oh, what? good God. Now I you don't. sound like Jeff talking about a phone. I don't know how to turn the phone <laughs> no, on. No, it says NBC, and there's nothing else. How me change channel. <laughs> we can't make magic box work. <laughs> picture box change. Magic picture box, talk to me. I'll number three, change to a different same number. Same voice, voice never change. <laughs> how me make numbers and letters come off screen. He has two locations. The Popeyes. The Valley Spree <laughs> Studio. Tennessee Avenue, St. Elmo. I'm sorry, Chris. And uh, the retreat studio uh, near Nutrition World. He also does Zoom virtual classes. Uh, very fair and very, <clears throat> excuse me, competitive prices. The caveman voice does that to me. Uh, contact uh, Chris at uh, uh, Chris at Time for Tai G. That's Tai G with a J dot com. You can also call 423-821-8947 for more class information. So uh, there's a headline that you never want to see when dealing with foreign policy or foreign politics or really anything ever. Headline from Reuters, the Europe section. Russia says Ukraine talks hit dead end. Poland warns of risk of war. No, you don't. You don't ever want to see that. But there's one problem with Poland saying that, and I will refer to the Wikipedia article for the Russo-Ukrainian War. It's the world's doormat. Let's see. Date, February 2014 to, oh, what does it say? Ongoing. There's already a war, (laughs) guys. It's been going for seven years. So, you know, risk of war, it's already here. You, what you mean is risk of you getting involved in the war that's yeah. been going on for yeah, seven years. Be, be a little more realistic. Yeah. So Poland's foreign minister said on Thursday that Europe was closer to war than any time in the last 30 years as Russia gave a bleak assessment of diplomatic efforts this week to defuse tensions over Ukraine. And Russia gave a whole bunch of unrealistic uh, demands at the same talks where America gave, uh, well, NATO, really America, but NATO gave demands uh, that the Russians thought were unrealistic, which was, you know, pull out of Crimea, pull out of the Donbass, pull out of Ukraine. Uh, Russian uh, deputy foreign minister said the military has offered Putin options in case of deterioration of the situation around Ukraine, but diplomacy must be given a chance, they say. But the military seems to be really interested in moving forward with this, and so does Putin for some reason. Without naming Russia in his address to envoys uh, from the 57 OSCE members, Polish uh, foreign minister, uh, oh good heavens, uh, Mr. Rao uh, mentioned tensions in Ukraine, Georgia, Armenia, and Moldova, all countries with active or frozen conflicts in which Russia has been alleged to be a party. Uh, so it's the situation is, needless to say, not good, and the talks didn't seem to have made things any better. In fact, maybe made things even worse. Did you have something, Jeff? I did not. Okay, sorry. No. Uh, Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei uh, Ryabkov told RTVI television in an interview that Russian military specialists were providing options to President Vladimir Putin in case the situation uh, became much worse. There are, (coughs) excuse me, there are allegedly around 100,000 troops near the border with Ukraine, and Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said that U.S. demands for them to pull back are simply unacceptable. I'll say this. Go ahead. That's understandable. Because, again, consider it's Russian territory. They can do what they want in Russian territory. Yeah, it's a provocation. I mean, imagine if uh, the U.S. put 100,000 troops on the border of uh, Maine and New Brunswick. And you know what? That's our business and nobody else's because we want them there. Right. I mean, we can do that. You don't need to know why. Yeah, we can do that. Canada. Nova Scotia. Don't be scared. Canada would likely see that as a pretty big provocation. you're scared, jump in my pocket. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I just, I was going to say again, everything that we predicted has come to pass. I mean, everything that I, I said Putin was going to go into these talks wanting so much that it was just ridiculous. Nobody is going to take that. Right. And I actually exaggerated. I said they were going to go back to 1946, you know, NATO, you know, boundaries. 
but actually it would be going back to 1996 NATO boundaries yeah. or, or even before that. They're talking about yeah. giving up vast amounts of, of partners, partnerships. And if they say the Ukraine is never going to join NATO, that's up to the Ukraine. Russia can, you know, continue to claim that it wants its former glory back, and that's part of us. Ukraine doesn't think so. Well, it's something else. And they're still sitting in there in those damn trenches. I'm going to say it again. World War I trenches that are still dug have been shorn up with lumber, and that's what they're sitting behind. It will be the most ineffectual defense ever seen. It'll make the Maginot Line look like, you know, the wall in Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, they're I mean, definitely relying on uh, air defense above all else. Uh, air defense and artillery are king in a ground war in Europe. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind as well is that Russia has said before, I can't find my sourcing on it immediately, but I did read it from a reliable source not too long ago. Uh, Russia has has not taken off the table the possibility of troop deployment to Cuba and Venezuela in a uh, four mission type uh, goal where they would be there to you know train and have a troop presence but we all know why they would be there because it's sort of a warning to Washington so that's worrisome as well I doing that would be a huge provocation I I, I don't see them doing that immediately but if for instance uh, they do invade Ukraine I wouldn't be shocked if they also sent troops to Cuba and Venezuela as sort of a warning to not get involved but anyway that's all I've got Mountains looking at each other. Mountains looking at each other, a segment that we devote to storytelling. And it can be somebody else's story, one of your stories, my stories. It can be very simple, just a funny little tidbit, or it can be something with some work. I've carried this one around for a couple of days. It's, it's, it's no big deal. It's not going to change your life. It's brought to you this segment by RC2 Realty Solutions. If you don't want to keep dealing with a piece of property that really has just kind of become a big pain in the you-know-what for you. Robin Ring can help you out. Robin with a Y, Ring, will help you sell or renovate or buy or invest property and specializes in facing up distressed property so either you can get back in it and enjoy it or sell it if you want to. That's rc2realtysolutions.com. And this is a story. This is a New York Times news service tale. Soldier sent a letter to his mom back in 1945, speaking of World War II, it was just delivered. Angelina Gonsalves answered the doorbell to find her longtime letter carrier standing in front of her with a piece of registered mail in his hand. Hi, was your husband in the service? Gonsalves, 8989, recalled the letter carrier saying, Why, yes, he was, but I didn't know him then. The letter carrier handed her an envelope. Well, I'm pretty sure I have something that's personal for you. Quote, unquote. Inside the envelope was an unopened airmail letter that her husband, John Gonsalves, had sent to his mother in Woburn, Massachusetts. Do you know where Woburn is? I do not. Woburn, Massachusetts, when he was a 22-year-old Army sergeant serving in Germany just after the end of World War II. And it read, Dear Mom, received another letter from you today and was happy to hear that everything is okay. This is December 6th, 1945. Mm. As for myself, I'm fine and getting along okay, but as for the food, it's pretty lousy most all the time. <laughs> At least it's not Popeye's on Ringgold Road. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they knew even back then. In an interview Friday, nearly a month after she opened the letter, Angelina Gonsalves recalled the flood of emotion she felt as she read her husband's words, his neat cursive on faded paper in an envelope with a six-cent stamp. It was amazing. I really felt like he was there with me. 
They met in 1949 when he gave her and her girlfriend a ride home from the shoe factory where they all worked in Woburn outside Boston. The couple married in 1953, raised five boys together, and were married for 61 years until he died in 2015 at age 92. Mm. The letter had been discovered in a Pittsburgh postal facility and had been delivered to her house December 9th along with a letter from the Postal Service. And it said, we're uncertain where this letter has been for the past seven plus decades, <laughs> but it arrived at our facility approximately six weeks ago. Hope you can Aww. find some worth in it. That's, and I just think, I that's think sweet. you talk about a time capsule. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, if, if it was, you know, if it was your mate of 60 something years right. and you could look at it and just recognize their handwriting yeah. and they've been taken from you, that would be a very special moment very no matter what so. it said. So good for them, good for them. Regional Roundup and Shotgun Shoutouts brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company. Been providing quality water to the Chattanooga community since 1887. At the end of every pipe, they know there's a family counting on them to provide clean, safe, reliable water for their health and comfort each and every day. That's why Tennessee American Water, they take pride in keeping your lives flowing right. And Regional Roundup, let's see here, Montgomery, Alabama, Governor Kay Ivey on Tuesday urging lawmakers to use federal pandemic relief on long-time issues such as broadband access and water and sewer infrastructure. I kind of thought that's what it was for. Um, Atlanta, Georgia, a man who was punched and kicked in the head by two police officers during a traffic stop nearly five years ago has reached a settlement with Gwinnett County. Uh, I don't know why, how much for. Charlotte, speaking of crime, Charlotte, North Carolina, we're looking at the whole region here, crime in the city dropped 5% overall in 2021. Police say several major categories saw declines including violent crime and homicides. Well, we were kind of hoping that would happen when people were, you know, staying at home. Uh, and in Nashville, a growing group of GOP lawmakers, yes, proposing a statewide ban on residency requirements for all first responders. There's that. Uh, there's a great write-up in today's USA Today that you need to look at just if you're interested in this sort of thing. If you are unaware of this, all of the coastal islands on Georgia, the Golden Isles, as they called. You know, all the way from Cumberland, all the way up to Sapelo and beyond to Hilton Head, that's all the native territory of a Native American tribe called the Gullah Geechis. Uh, and the Gullah language and the Gullah culture is, you know, what they refer to it as. Mm -hmm. But Geechee is actually the, the, the what you should refer to the people uh, as Geechees, if, you know, if you're going to, to do this. One of my favorite uh, TV shows growing up was a little uh, a show for kids called Gullah Gullah Island. I don't know if anybody remembers I that. I don't remember that. It was great. Well, it, it was about that. That's great. Yeah. And yeah. They, they they still, I mean, this is, this is one of those places where, you know, modern life has hit a traditional rural lifestyle with huge impact, especially on Hilton Head. Yeah. What they did was they would come in and they would ask these people, sell us your property. We will give you good money mm -hmm. for this property. And this, they did. And and most of them did. Those who didn't said, no, my ancestors are buried on the property. I'm not gonna sell it to you. Yeah. Well, they'd slap up a golf course and a gate guarded community and the taxes on the property would go so high that they would have to forfeit. They, had no choice. they would end up getting yeah. kicked off their property. Sounds like a drive-by trucker song. It, yeah, it, 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 does. it really does. <laughs> and it, and and they they still the entire community still makes its living doing sugarcane farming. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That it still happens. I remember sugarcane growing by the acre in Georgia. It used to have so much money 
and sugar production. Mm-hmm. Down in lower Alabama, you would just drive for hours and see nothing but cane. We would go on hikes and just Did chop off pieces it? and chew it. Yeah, yeah just, just yeah. chew on it. Yeah. And uh, But, I mean, you that's completely gone now. You've got Florida doing pretty much all the cane. You know, you know it's big mega corporations, no small farms. But um, just just check out the article if you have any interest at all in this very intriguing culture, which will be gone at some point, you know, and unfortunately the foreseeable future. I just don't think they'll they'll be able to trace their bloodlines, but I don't see any Gullah communities surviving much past where we are right now, to be frank, unfortunately. And we have, real quick, Brian, I didn't give you a heads up on this. We have an outside looking in. And it's not a recorded one. It's going to be Jen looking into Massachusetts as an outsider yes. from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about playing anything right now. But I just wanted to. I just thought it'd be kind of interesting to get your take okay. on what it's like there in Stockbridge, Massachusetts, home of Alice's Restaurant and your family. That's right. I was up there for 12 days. Uh, my grandmother, uh, who contrary to things that have been said on the show, sorry, she is actually she has not passed away yet but but it is very very close in fact i may need to go back up there sooner rather than later anyway i was there for 12 days um the water up there is terrible really it's hard water that's like coastal water Mm. it doesn't i could not get the conditioner out of my hair and that was a big deal so the water stinks that's why they all have water softeners that's right uh also the food kind of sucks there's no good takeout anything mm. up there. Well, it's the um, north. Of course, you know, we were stuck at home. We, we couldn't leave my grandmother in the house alone, so I, yeah. I, we didn't really go anywhere. My mom's cooking doesn't suck. <laughs> I did not bring proper outside attire. It's I didn't bring a hat. I didn't bring mittens. I didn't bring a, a heavy win- winter coat. It was nine degrees when I left. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Why my, did my, you do that? Because we weren't going to go anywhere. Okay. I, I didn't I just didn't think to do it gas up there is currently or it was when I left three dollars and 94 cents a gallon holy guacamole for unleaded, I'm telling you, we're so unleaded. spoiled we really are it was so nice to get back down and fill up for under three dollars going back up again here yeah, yeah, it is a little bit uh, because of climate change, the bears are not hibernating right anymore more up there yeah they're coming out of fall so springs. My mom has had several black bears in her backyard, like come up right close to to the house. That's scary. Um, They don't care as long as they're fed. I mean, they don't bother you. Right. But yeah, you can't you can't leave trash out. They will destroy. They will get into your things. So, yeah, black bears are an issue. Um, Also, contrary to the popular myth, you can't get everything you want, especially not at Alice's Restaurant, because Alice's Restaurant is permanently closed. Aww. However, the original location is very clearly marked, as is the dump, and that is exactly how Arlo described it. Yeah, I have to ask, did you have people saying, say that again, say yes. that again, say that again, oh, with your southern accent? Me? Do yes. I have a southern accent? Well, to them you do. I don't know. Oh, yes. Nobody said I, anything to me about I, it. Well, I, we all said, do to they them. Said it, they yeah. said it behind your back then. Yeah, maybe. Boy, Jen just talks like a hick now, doesn't she? <laughs> Love her to death. Love, bless her little heart. Here's something interesting, too. Um, you can't easily find a COVID test up there. Oh, you can't hear My either. mom's hear husband got very, very sick while we were there and, and ended up quarantining upstairs, and we didn't see him for three days. But I said, why don't you just go get a COVID test like you can around here? Yeah. 
they're nowhere. You can't. It takes days to try to get tested up wow. there. Damn Yankees. So, you know, so yay for Tennessee, I guess, or Chattanooga. It, you know, it's easy for us. Did going up there make you appreciate here more? Uh, well, you know, again, I didn't I didn't leave the house. Right. Yeah. The house is beautiful and cushy. Well, you and, said it was a picture and, postcard. And comfy. Yeah, winter it, it, it really the is, the, the which leads me to my next couple of points, which is that everything is very quaint. It's picturesque. It's everything you think you know about the Berkshires. And it is Berkshires, not Berkshires or, God forbid, Berkshires. <laughs> that is wrong. I live in the Berkshires. It's wrong. In a hobbit hole. In, it really does uh, feel... The like, bag end. It feels like you're at a summer camp, like in the 50s, like as we said earlier today, yeah, you know, dirty dancing. dirty dancing. It's very much that environment. Uh, there's a reason Stockbridge was the subject and home to Norman Rockwell. It's just absolutely beautiful. Hmm. It's, it's, it's really a beautiful town. All right, little tidbit of trivia. We talked about this once a couple of years ago. One of Norman Rockwell's famous, most famous pictures, one of his most famous portraits is of the one with the cop sitting there on the stool yes. in the yeah. little cafe, yeah. the, the lunch counter, with the runaway. And that's what the the, the the portrait is called. And it's a little Dennis the Menace aged-looking kid. Yeah. He's got the slingshot he's got in his back this, he's got, Yeah, he's got the slingshot in his back pocket. <laughs> he's got his little stuff, his knapsack on a stick. Yeah. And the cop is, is sitting there talking him into going back home and giving up this idea of going on the road and being a hobo. That cop is Officer Obi from Alice's Restaurant. Oh, really? That's actually him. That is the police officer, Obi. Who arrested Arlo. Who arrested Arlo and is the star of the song. Yeah. He, was the, he was the guy that was the model for that picture. The, uh, I'm looking at the portrait now, and the, yeah. the dude running the lunch counter is also talking to the kid, which yeah. is funny. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to you know, you know, talk some sense into yeah. it. There you go. Anyway, so that's pretty much all. I mean, it, it was nice to see my family, um, even under the circumstances that I was there for. Um, I'm sorry if we got that information wrong. But I'm very happy, disturbance happy to be back. My children are happy that I'm back. My cats and dogs are happy that I'm back. Are so. they okay now, your kids? We're happy that you're my back. My kids, yeah, totally tested negative. Great. All is well. Great. Um, but yeah, don't be surprised if I tell you I have to leave again in a week. Sorry. And we're going to go right into... Uh, <laughs> that works for me. Uh, Top of the Pops, brought to you by Sports Barn. So will um, today be sponsored by Sports Barn. Since 1979, getting people in shape, keeping them in shape, taking care of them mentally, and that leads to better physical, spiritual, intellectual health, the whole can caboodle. Uh, I guess I, the only thing, that, the, the more we find out about this guy that did the shooting up in uh, Oxford High School in Michigan. And the more we find out about what the school knew, how many balls could be dropped? Seriously. I, it, it's, it's unfathomable that this crime occurred given everything that led up to it. Is this the one with the parents who gave the, the yes, kid the gun? Yes, yes, yes. That's and, not even and, the first failure and the, either. And the parents are being total boneheads. They keep no. showing up to the courtroom without masks. They're being given masks, told to put them on. They're being very uncooperative. Remember, they were there that day, and they tried to get him to take the kid home, mm -hmm. and they wouldn't do it. That's and so right. he goes on a killing spree. The day before, he'd taken in a bunch of live ammunition from his new weapon that he had just acquired, apparently through the family. Mm -hmm. uh, it was either his dad's or I'm not really sure. It's his dad's. Uh, that day, the day he brought the ammunition in, 
and did a report in front of the class on it. He tweeted out the famous quote, you know, from from uh, Oximandius, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Yeah. See you tomorrow, Oxford. I mean, that's, how do you do that? And the week before, he had brought in a bird's head and a jar of yellow liquid, which everybody was sure was urine, and set it up on a hand dryer in the boy's bathroom nearest his home classroom, and everybody knew who did it. This guy was highly disturbed. Extreme. He obviously, you know, destroyed animals' lives wow. and uh, you know made fun and light of them. That's usually and the his first own, step. His own writings. I mean, that's how do you ignore that as a parent? And at that point, the school's got every right in the world to get that kid the hell out of there, whether the parents want him or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just it just bothers me. I hope that we don't have that kind of look the other way attitude around here at any of our local schools. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you again to our new presenting sponsors, Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, where you can get tires. I need to go get a price on four tires for the urban assault vehicle today. <laughs> I'll go by and, and get, a, get a quick price and see if I can afford it now or if I might have to wait till later. But they do a great job. All the good service that you need to get done on any kind of maker model. Very comfortable waiting room. Love having them on board. And, of course, live from the Lodge Cast Iron Studios for the whole crew here. We are out for today. Hope you have a good one.